when something's easy, it's not easy and, oh, you don't have to work for it. You just get it. You just get to be amazing. It's that's your gift. That's what you were put here to do. Everything in life doesn't have to be hard. Yes, some things in life are hard, but some things in life are easy. And through the years, one thing I think I've really learned and without even knowing. What's up, party people? Welcome back to the show. It's our Mindful Monday episode everybody's favorite episode of the week as we prepare and ground ourselves and get ready for the week of head. So my Mindful Monday mantra this week is, I am worthy and deserving of ease. I don't know if you guys are anything like me, but I'm going to go on a limb and say you are, that do you feel like you put your worth or tie your worth to your productivity. I feel like as a mother, that's something that we have just, maybe even as a woman, that's something that we've just been taught to do is we feel like we have to constantly be on, we have to constantly be producing, whether that's producing this amazing fucking life and memories for your family, whether that's producing at your job because like let's face it there's still not enough women in high positions and companies and the reality of that is we feel like we have to work twice as hard or maybe we do have to work maybe it's not just a feeling but the perception is that we have to work twice as hard to prove our worth and then that stems into so many spaces of your life and for me and I say this repeatedly and again, I would go on a limb and say we all feel like that, is that leads to this constant state of overwhelm that we live in, that so many people live in, is just like, even it might even be my generation where we've created this hustle, hustle lifestyle, and everything we do has to be tied to our worth, right? Like if you're not getting your Christmas cards done every year and your kids don't have spring and fucking fall photos and your kids don't have coordinated bag lunch and everyone doesn't have a fucking matching outfit in the family photos, then like you're not even fucking worth anything. Like you're, you're fucking worthless. (laughs) Then you scroll on social media and that only heightens that. So I've really been thinking about this a lot lately because I've said this repeatedly and, you know, I'm talking a lot, a lot lately about just like my perspective of what it's like to be a wife and a mother and myself and how it's so easy to lose yourself in that. But what I've noticed as I really dig into this journey of myself is that I, and I've said this before, I don't know how to fucking relax. And like self-care is amazing and, but I still sometimes have a really fucking hard time relaxing. I personally have a really fucking hard time sitting still just being. I feel like I have to be doing something all the time. And I do think there's many different reasons for this. Like I said, partly I think it's just our generation is that our parents didn't grow up with the internet. And that generation had this perception of life where all you had to do was work really, really hard. And if you just worked really, 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 really fucking hard, then maybe, maybe you could squeak by and like have a good life. And like they ingrained that in you and they instilled that in you. So what do we do? 
what do people do? They go and do whatever their parents tell them, whatever society is telling them, they do it and they go after it. And we did that and we went after it and we went after it so hard that like now everyone's experiencing this major, major burnout, right? But I think you have to add a layer on that for women. And I think women take on that and they embodied it, like I said. And women who work outside of the homes, I think feel pressure at their jobs to work even harder, especially in certain positions. And we still, most women still come home and provide more than 50% of whether it's the childcare, the home projects, what, you know, like I call it home projects, but like really like fucking project managing your house. Right. And we're seeing this and we're recognizing this and our partners in our life are recognizing this and whoever in the household is running that feminine energy really steps into that and we are doing better but I just think it's so ingrained in us as people like we don't know how to separate ourselves from it so I really want to really focus on and embody because I know I do this like 100 fucking percent like try to control things that I don't trust and try to control everything and when I have a moment of downtime I feel like I don't deserve it or I must not be doing something so like I always feel like there's a trade-off for my time and I really really want to get away from that feeling because the more I dive into my self-awareness journey and the more I learn the superpower of mine that is self-awareness, it's easy to see these things. And it's not easy to recognize these things about yourself and it's not easy to admit these things, but I really know that that's where I see the growth and that's where the freedom comes. So this week, I really want everyone to focus on being worthy and deserving of a life with ease. It's the concept really of you can do less and attract more and that everything in life doesn't have to be hard. Yes, some things in life are hard, but some things in life are easy. And through the years, one thing I think I've really learned and without even knowing, I've always said this to myself, but I didn't really fully embody it until lately is when something's not meant to be and you push and you push and you push and you're fucking full of push energy, it doesn't happen. And my husband and I went through this with so many different parts of our life. Um, the big one for me, which has been kicking up a lot lately, would be the financial crisis that happened in 20, uh, 2008. It's like it was nothing but push energy, right? Everyone's trying to push. Everyone's trying to figure out how they're going to make money again. Neither one of us had jobs. And like we were just pushing to get ourselves in positions that we thought were going to be the right position. Like if we could only make this much money, like life will be okay. But we all know that that's not true. But then... The opportunities that showed up that were really for us, we didn't have to work hard. And I feel like when something's meant to be, it's going to be. And if it's for you, it's not going to pass by you. And it just blows my mind how we can pinpoint times in our lives where shit just happened and it was so easy that we almost feel like we have to grasp it and hold on to it even extra tight because we've never been taught to flow. We've never been taught to just accept things as they are. And we've never just been taught to receive. We've always been taught to squeeze things that are important to you and hold them super tight and to push and work so hard not to 
show up in this energy that's loving and receiving and in flow. And I know that when I try to sit and push through something, like the one thing I absolutely fucking can't push through is this podcast. If I am not showing up here with flow energy, if I am not showing up here as my highest, truest self, it is the worst. Like I literally, like I won't be able to say certain words. And this isn't, like that happens to me a lot when I'm scared, like when I first started the podcast. But now that I'm in a total groove, I just recorded probably five minutes of this episode and fucking just deleted the whole thing because... I'm got some weird energy that I'm dealing with. And that's a, oops, that was a rock <laughs> or a crystal. I've got some weird energy that's going on in my life. It's essentially a crumbling. And I feel like I'm in a super pivotal point in my journey in life right now. But I also know when I'm in those moments, I don't feel like it's the right time to talk about what you're going through because you don't even really know what you're going through. And I don't know what the growth is out of this. I just know there's a lot of crumbling around me right now that will forever change me but I also know that this crumbling has to happen like this gut feeling that it's the right thing that's supposed to be happening right now so I can step in and be more of my authentic self so with that said I really just want to learn lean into this idea of being worthy and deserving of ease I want to stop tying my worth to my productivity so I can really move away from living in this space of being in constant overwhelm. I really, really want to live in a space of being present. And if I had to like boil down like what this whole fucking podcast is about, I really think that's it. It for me was coming to this place of acceptance of releasing the guilt that I carry as a mother who wants to work outside of the home. Like that for me it's something that I have carried the guilt around for so long and I've started to realize the little things I do to create this overwhelm in me because I feel like my life has to be so hard. Like, who am I to be a mom, to have a career, to run a podcast and create a community? Like, who am I? That's literally something I still see myself totally dealing with all the time. So when I have moments of downtime, I feel like, oh my God, I should be working really hard. Oh my God, there should be something I should be doing. Like, oh my God, I'm not working hard enough at my corporate job. Oh my God, I'm not working hard enough at the podcast. Oh my God, my kids aren't fucking eating or like something. I go into this rabbit hole and I really, really want to shift that. I really want to help women and mothers, especially anyone who's mothering, whether it's a child, someone else's child, a niece, a nephew, a person, like just the idea of just mothering we tend to lose ourselves in that and we carry so much guilt and we cannot receive ease. And as I'm going through this transition period of my life, I will definitely talk more about it on the podcast. I just want to get to a place with a little bit more clarity before I open up. It definitely is about mothering. It's definitely about the mother wounds, right? And healing that. And I think the mother-daughter relationship is really intricate it's really special but as you know with everything that's really really special that can also come with a lot of strain and there's a lot there so once I get a little bit more clarity I will speak on that but what I'm really noticing about myself right now and I truly believe it's universal right whatever I feel like I'm going through I know that someone else is going through so I want to share here is I keep getting the message from other people and just like from myself and just like every time I read a book is that I've got to learn how to 
love and accept myself because the power is really within me and I know what I need to be doing, but I have to create the space to be quiet long enough to receive that. And to create those pockets of quiet, I've got to be okay with ease. And when I do feel those moments of ease and things are in flow, that's when I think I can really sit and be quiet and know how I need to show up for myself and what is the next best thing I need to do. So you are worthy and deserving of ease. You can do less and attract more. Those are the mantras that we will lean into this week. And as we head into July, I really want to double down on this self-love concept and what it really means to love yourself. And I think for me, when I think of self-love, I think of self-trust. I think of self-acceptance. I think of just like talking to myself nicely and repeating these mantras. And I really think by repeating these mantras, I shift my awareness away from the old beliefs and I'm giving my brain something else to focus on. And if I repeat these mantras enough and I truly start to believe them because those are my thoughts and I believe them, then my actions will start to show from those thoughts and those beliefs they will start to create my actions and then we all know from out of that that is your reality like your thoughts ultimately become your reality so that's what I really want to lean into so easier said than done so just the three tips or four I think really (laughs) that I'm gonna lean into in this coming out week are going to be repeating this mantra on repeat so I am worthy and deserving of ease right everything I do doesn't have to be hard and it's you're in flow when something's easy for for you because that's your gift. When something's easy, it's not easy and oh, you don't have to work for it and you just are you just get it and you just get to be amazing. It's that's your gift. That's what you were put here to do. So I think once we start to take away the negative connotation of an easy life and realize that something should be easy because those are your fucking gifts. Like it's easy for me to put makeup colors together that's my fucking gift it's easy for me to show up and talk and be vulnerable and just share my fucking truth and because that's my gift my gift is to be vulnerable and to not feel this innate need to be a super private person so I can help other people to shift their mindsets and I can help other people not feel alone that's a fucking gift it should be easy so repeat the mantras on repeat That's my one tip for myself that I always, always do. But I gave myself three things I really wanted to try to focus on. And I do this week by week because I think when I chunk things down, it's easier. So even if we're repeating these things week by week and talk about them every week on the Mindful Monday podcast episodes, it's just a great way to build habits over time. And it's a great way to build a lifestyle over time. So all three of these tips are that I'm going to really lean into this week are all three tips I need to continuously lean into for a long period of time. So like, let's just, you know, honor that and just know that even though this week is what we're focusing on, like also that helps take away some of the overwhelm. So my three tips outside of just repeating my mantras are I'm going to stop multitasking as much as I can. And I'm going to carve out spaces of time where I know I really try to multitask. I'm really going to lean into my timers this week. And 
Sometimes the timers trigger me, but I want to try to use them as a way to create the habit. So I feel like I need the help right now to create the habit because I am a fucking master fucking multitasker, but it drains me and it makes me feel overwhelmed because then in other parts of my life, I can't stop multitasking. I notice myself when my daughter wants me to play like a video game with her and if I'm not completely fucking engaged, then I want to start looking at my phone and then she starts saying, and you're not paying attention to me. You're not paying attention to me. And then now what am I doing? Now I'm complicating that mother-daughter relationship. And this is another thing, like I was saying about like all the different layers and why I think we can't believe this is also just cell phones in general, right? It's an addiction and we're constantly fucking multitasking. And I'm really bad at when I have a fucking down moment of just like picking up my phone and scrolling. If I hit a stop sign, I'm waiting for the elevator. I'm waiting for a meeting to start. I'm waiting at the grocery store, like anytime I'm waiting, like I'm constantly like, oh, let me pick up my phone and check Instagram or whatever it is. So I really want to try to be cognizant of those moments where I'm multitasking and really, really try to be in the present moment. But I'm going to create the spaces. I'm going to look at the spots in my day and try to call them out and just make it a practice like little by little. So like I know that say here's this meeting that always starts late and I always check my phone before it. Well, instead of doing that, I'm going to I'm going to pick out those moments in my life that I know I do these things and just practice and just do baby steps. Because if I say I'm never going to pick up my phone and scroll again, that's not fucking real, right? That's just not something I'm going to do. It's like these little teeny micro actions and they build on top of each other. And I truly believe I've seen myself change other things in my life by doing that. So I know if I put my focus there, I can do that. So we're going to stop multitasking and we're going to use our mantras. All right, the next tip that I'm going to use for myself this week is I'm going to establish time off. And for me, what that means is if you've been following me at all, you know, I swear by digital detox, but I have been slack on that. Um, Just the world is crazy right now. And it feels like the only way to feel connected a little bit is by being on social media. So I'm really going to try to get diligent this week about digital detoxes. I'm going to do little detoxes every night. And by that, I mean, I'm going to like pick a shutoff time, probably like eight o'clock feels good for me. That's like when my kids start winding down and going to bed and I start to shift into like pure relaxation for the rest of the night. I'm going to put my phone in the drawer and I'm actually going to not charge it in my room at night. I did that once day last week and it pretty much was a game changer because I couldn't just pick up my phone. And if you're anything like me, I feel I do this all the time. I'm like, well, I'm thinking about something. I got to look it up. I got to Google it. I won't remember to do this if I don't put the note in my phone. So instead of that, I just wrote things down and I just kept it by writing it. I didn't even have to even go back and look at the list because it almost like helped commit it to my memory. And I didn't forget the things I thought I would forget. And really, I'm only awake for like two more hours after that anyway. So that's my other big thing I'm going to really, really challenge myself with this week is to establish a time off schedule during the week where I put my phone in the drawer and my husband will still have his phone. So if there's a real fucking emergency, someone will be able to get in contact with us. Or if there's an emergency in the middle of the night, there's a phone in my room. And I have a fucking alarm clock. I can use that to wake myself up. I don't need my phone. And then last but not least, this is one I'm super fucking bad about and I know I need to get better, is food. You know, I talked a lot about food and energy and the energy leak makeover and the styling my life. And that's another area of my life that I know I have growth opportunity. And so 
one thing I really want to focus on this week is eating at least one meal a day, a snack, whatever, without doing anything else. That kind of ties back to my stop multitasking, but I wanted to separate it because I know food overwhelms me in general. Like I just haven't wrapped my head around food. That's a block for me. Like, you know how some people have money blocks or whatever. Food is a fucking block for me. I don't know why, but it is. Like I have a block around cooking it, even though I do cook a lot. I have never really let myself enjoy it. I've always looked at it as a chore. And over quarantine, I'm starting to shift a little bit. I actually was in a foul fucking mood the other day. My husband and I got in an argument. He'll hear this because he edits my podcast, but (laughs) we got an argument and I actually started cooking and it really helped me shift my energy. And in that moment, I was like, wow, I actually do enjoy this because it's like creating something and I've given myself permission to like stop following the rules so much on cooking because I used to be one of those people because again, I had to control it because I didn't trust myself. I had to like follow the recipe to a T and I've really given myself permission a little bit lately to just fucking experiment. And like, what are the flavors that I like? Okay, well fucking put them together. Like, and just, I've created some really good things. And then I also have to give myself a little bit of grace. Like if it comes out shitty, who gives a fuck? Eat some fucking cereal, like just live and be and flow again. It doesn't have to be hard. Like things can be easy. And that's the whole point of this receiving easy energy and like living in ease and flow. So that's our mantra for the week. I think we could all use a little bit of ease and flow in our life. The world has been so heavy lately. So we are worthy and deserving of ease We are going to repeat our mantras. We're going to stop multitasking. We're going to establish time off blackout periods for yourself. And if that one triggers you, well, it means you need to do it. (laughs) But if it triggers you, like I said, micro actions, do fucking 30 minutes without touching your phone, go up to an hour. But I guarantee you, it will set you free in ways that you haven't felt free in a really long time. When I was doing my digital detoxes, like really consistently, it fucking opened me up and it gave me so much space to do a other things I said I didn't have time to do which is just us like coming up with shit to not let ourselves to do the things that we know we need to be doing not even know we need to be doing the things we want to be doing and I do this shit to myself all the time like I wanted to journal through some shit before I got on the well not even before I got on the podcast today on my to-do list was for me to journal through some shit well of course I was avoiding it because the reason I need to journal through it is because it's some shit (laughs) that I'm going through so when I got on here to record I was like well I want to record my podcast because that makes me happy and I really love it before I got on here to record though like my computer was not working was not working was not working so I rebooted it and I'm not shitting you when I tell you it took my computer fucking 30 minutes my brand new computer 30 minutes or laptop 30 minutes to reboot because I had some kind of fucking update I was sitting there in my shit and I was like "Mm, I guess I need to go ahead and journal on that shit that's bothering me (laughs) and I did and I felt really good but I did have to like shake out that energy a little bit um because my voice just really wasn't coming through on that last podcast that I told you I had to delete but anyways we have a really good plan going into this week right so we're worthy of ease and we can do less and attract more and I forgot to mention the card from the rebel oracle deck that I pulled in the beginning of the podcast that I had been doing in the beginning of my other podcast but 
I did pull it. It's been sitting here beside me the whole time, but I was so just like on my soapbox of receiving ease and not tying my worth to being fucking busy every single second and creating some space in my life. I forgot to read it. So instead of beginning the episode with it, we will end the episode with it. And that's fine because it doesn't matter. So, and you know how I say I love the Oracle cards and I'm really digging into spirituality on just a different level. It really vibes with me. So I see a lot of that will probably be coming up soon in the podcast because it's just who I am and I can't be anyone other than who I am. And that's the goal and that's the journey that I'm on and that's what I want to share. And ultimately for me, it's just to keep an open mind for myself and to share that energy and everything I do is with love as my intention, no matter what. So as I begin to share more of stuff like that, I'm really excited to engage in different and deeper conversations with you guys. But anyways, this deck that I use for the podcast is called the Rebel Deck. I use it because it's funny. And I think the messages are pretty dead on, but they're funny. So I think it's a great way. I believe that humor is a great way to break down barriers for things that people might feel uncomfortable with. And maybe this is just me because I hadn't heard of Oracle cards before fucking, I don't know, a year ago. And I don't really know anyone that uses them. So when I show up on the podcast, sometimes I get nervous, like, God, what am I doing? But then I have to remember, like, I'm creating this space for me. And the whole point is to be vulnerable and authentic. And when I found this deck, I actually heard it on another podcast. I think I told you guys that. I was like, this is it. This is a great way to just like share inspiring fucking messages with a funny twist because I think humor breaks down the barriers every time we're trying to think of bettering ourselves or showing up in a space when things feel heavy and hard because a lot of the things that we need to do and like we talk about triggers a lot, that's not fun, but we have to feel all the emotions. We're human. We have to go through it. Life is all about duality. There's always good. There's always bad. There's always heavy. There's always light. And we just got to accept that. So anyways, in the essence of ease, the card I pulled right before I hopped on was get some fucking sleep. You are being an ass because you are fucking tired. Face to pillow now. And I just thought that was perfect because it's so dead on with exactly what I was saying is we're worthy of a life of ease. And that means taking a fucking nap. Like, God, if I lay down for five seconds because I had 30 fucking spare minutes, my whole time I'd be like, oh, there's something I should be doing. I should be dusting. I should be whatever the fuck story I'm telling myself that day, right? I should be making lunch. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. So I really loved that that was the card that I pulled for today's podcast. So ladies, we can do less and attract more. And by remembering that this week, we are going to show up as our best fucking selves and kick ass. Thank you so much for holding and creating this space with me today.